Hey, what's going on, my friends? It is Dave Sharp. Welcome to Wake Up Legendary. Uh, this morning, well, it's new and it's nothing new. We have yet another guest. Yes, another amazing guest for the show. Uh, and it is not a guru. It is not a goblin. It is not somebody who uh, has been in internet marketing for years and years and years. It is... Uh, actually a corporate account manager who is today going to spill her strategy to finding a target audience who has been over the last several months finding her audience and building her business as she went through education here and is uh, pursuing a, a career or a second career or a side hustle, however she wants to categorize it. Uh, being driven by the desire to provide more, a better life for her family. I'm not going to tell her story. I'm going to let her do that. But I'm privileged and honored to have uh, all the way from, I believe, the great state of Texas. Emily, welcome to the show. Hi, good morning. So happy Hello. to be here. It's my pleasure. We also haven't spoke before, as I like to remind everybody uh, who is maybe on the show for the very first time that you know we we didn't uh, have any uh, prep or scripting um, or uh, anything like that. So everything that everybody's hearing is going to be you and I um, talking and me learning about you and your journey for the very first time. Right. That's right. Yeah. Okay. And everything that I said previous to that was all correct as well, including that you're coming from not only Texas, but the great city of Austin, Texas. That's right. That's right. I'd like to say that it's warm outside right now because I like to pride myself that I live in a warm climate, but it's actually pretty cold and dreary. Although my cold ever since moving here, like below 65, I'm in a winter jacket. So <laughs> I'm a little weak. Me too. It's it's about 65 outside. And I'm in sweatpants. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, so uh, talk to us, Emily, about uh, a little bit about who you are and how you found us and what you were looking for. And if you believe you found what you were looking for, uh, give us the nutshell version of your story and how you found us and what's motivating you to do this. For sure. Happily. Um, so I like to say that it all kind of starts with this this dream that I've always had since I was very, very young to, to have my own little family, to create my own family unit um, definitely stems from the fact that I came from a broken home. I, um, I was actually born and raised in Italy. And my when my parents split up, my mom moved my brother and me to the U.S. Mm -hmm. And since that point in time, really, my dad was very, very absent from my life, from our lives, just was not around. We didn't see him. He, you know, didn't help us with homework, didn't go to soccer games, didn't come to graduations, everything like that. And my mom and my brother are amazing, amazing, amazing human people. They are just like my rocks in life. But regardless, I think the absence of having a father definitely left a hole in my heart. Mm -hmm. And so I just had this dream of one day I'm going to create those childhood memories that I didn't get to have. I want to give that to my future child. So fast forward. 2019, I got married to the love of my life. He's the best person in the world. And um, in 2020, we got pregnant and it was like, the stars are aligning. Um, my dreams are coming true. Like, here's this family that I'm building. 
Um, and we, we ended up losing the baby and, um, it shattered me. It shattered me. It, um, started a very dark time in my life. I definitely went through depression and our marriage suffered because of it. Things were really tough. And it was like a year and a half, two years of struggling with not being able to get pregnant again. I went through a bunch of different fertility treatments. All of them failed. Um, and I just, I hit rock bottom. I really did. Um, our last ditch effort was to do IVF, which if anybody knows, it's very expensive and it's very taxing mentally and physically. And so I kind of had this like come to moment that if we're going to do that, we're going to dive into that. I need to make some changes up here um, and here. And so I started therapy. I started daily meditating. I started manifesting. I started acupuncture. Like I dove in because I wanted to take this really seriously. This was super serious to me. And I pulled myself up and out of that dark place. Um, we did IVF and I got pregnant on the first round. And last October, we had a healthy, chunky, delicious little boy who it just made my dreams come true. So long story short, all of that is to say that I worked really freaking hard to have this baby. And three months later, I had to hand him off to somebody and I had to go back to work. And I I was already unhappy at my job before, stressed out, not really getting paid well. And so for three months after having this miracle baby to go back to work, not see this child that I worked so hard for, stressing, being yelled at by people, you know, like I just had this moment where I feel like I was hitting rock bottom again. Like, what am I doing here? Why did I work so hard for something and somebody that I'm not even getting to spend time with? So I reminded myself that I have pulled myself out of a dark, deep, nasty place before, and I was going to do it again. So I convinced myself that, you know, if I can just find a bunch of these like side, side hustles and I can do them before he wakes up in the morning, I can do them when my baby goes to bed at night. I can make enough money that maybe enough I'll be able to actually quit my my job and be with him. And that's when, you know, the Instagram algorithm did its magic. <laughs> I came across uh, you know, a normal mom just like me. She shared her story. I connected with it. She talked about affiliate marketing, this amazing side hustle. And I don't think anybody's ever come across those stories and not had doubts. I think it's very normal to be like, is that really possible? Like. Could that be me? Like, is that really happening? So I'm a neurotic psychopath when it comes to researching. So I did my due diligence. I said, I need to check this out. And like affiliate marketing is not new. <laughs> it's been around for a very, very long time. It's very legit. Um, and so I did my due diligence and I felt good about that. So I dove in. I woke up at an hour early every single day so that I could do the modules in the 15 day challenge before my son woke up. I did it during my lunch break at work. I did it when my son went to bed at night and I just, I went all in and I, it was so amazing. It was, there are so many amazing things about it in terms of feeling like this spark was ignited in me. Just like, you know, in the beginning, you're not just immediately making a ton of money. So even just in my, my experience of taking the course, feeling like, wow, there's like this little light that had totally gone out inside of me. I was not inspired at work. I was unmotivated. I was unhappy. I didn't, I, I, it wasn't a passion. All of a sudden here I am like learning this information that was really exciting and it was really cool. And I, I just felt jazzed up every single day doing it. And it just kind of took off from there. Wow. 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 Taking all that in. Well, that's a, that's a <laughs> yeah, my quick answer, right? 
<laughs> powerful story, though. I mean, just, you know, you touched on so many things and you did it in a way that was really um, what was really useful for us to hear because many of us are, you know, have challenges figuring out how to tell our story and communicate our, our message and communicate what we're doing and why we're doing it. Regardless of niche product, it's all the same. Every business needs a story. Every product needs a story. Uh, and for you to share that with us in the way that you did, you know, is a learning moment. It was also, um, you know, it was also, um, a, it was just a great example uh, of, of, you know, how that can be done in just a few minutes. Uh, maybe not in a, a 30 second video, you, you went into some detail there, but man, a bridge page video, uh, a, a longer form video where you're, you know, I mean, that story can and should be told in your marketing over and over and over mm -hmm. again for the next how many ever decades. <laughs> is that, that's your getting started story. That's your, that is your, um, that is just like me. And I can relate to so many things, even though I didn't personally have a problem getting pregnant, even though I'm not a woman, even though I, you know, didn't grow up without my father. I, I just can identify with so many things because they're human and it makes me think about what I what I have overcame, what I want to overcome. And that was a great example to everybody who's watching. Um, and also congrats, kudos to you for um, turning your mess into a message and turning this to a strength. That was that was really, really beautiful. And so, you know, as you're uh, clearly a professional, um, clearly a corporate, uh, I believe, um, an executive of some sort, you work with large businesses in, in some capacity. And, and uh, um, maybe, maybe it's good that we don't go into that. Cause I believe you're still, are you still employed? Are you still with that job or career? So I am, but I am actually putting in my two weeks notice next month and going all in on affiliate marketing. And my husband and I just had the conversation. Yeah. It's a big, big deal. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So this stuff works, friends. And, you know, it's not just because we have one, you know, success story. I, I had no idea um, that that was going to be your answer. But um, my Lord, that's a wonderful, that's wonderful news, I, I guess, I think, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, I would say. <laughs> yeah, literally my dream come true. It's still, I wake up each day and I'm like, oh my gosh, it's actually, it's actually going to happen and it's happening. And it feels really, really good. I like I have yeah. to pinch myself a lot. <laughs> well, congrats um, to you. And, you know, if anybody from you, your uh, employer, current employer is watching right now, they're yeah. getting that news early. So, hey, uh, surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, surprise. But, okay. So, um, wow, a lot of things are happening. Help us understand the, the, the timeline. I don't know if I, you said that and I missed it, but remind me of the timeline. And of course, I, I love how you hit on the fact during telling your story that, you know, this is not a, this is not something where you're coming in and just getting rich quickly and immediately and tons of money is flying your way. There's lots of potential if you put in a good solid effort, just like anything. 
Um, so I, I love that you highlighted that, but also help us understand a little bit of the timeline was, you know, you did some due diligence. You mentioned, was there procrastination? Was there lulls? Mm -hmm. you know, uh, did, it, it, has it just been a straight line or has there been some squigglies along the way to get us from when you first started yeah. to where we're at now? Yeah, I think it's probably unusual for it to be a straight line for anybody. I think it's very normal for you to kind of go all over the place. So yeah. Um, I first came across that mom on Instagram, I think in like June, maybe May, end of May or so. Um, and I watched for a little while. It wasn't like I saw the first video and immediately it was like, boom, I'm, I'm off to the races. I like, again, I'm, I need to do that due diligence. And so it started with watching, watching, observing, listening. And like, once you watch once the algorithm just keeps, you know, putting it in front of you. And then it's wonderful the way it does that, because sometimes you need that push uh, to, to keep getting that message. So watched for a little while. And then in, it was July, it was the beginning of July where I remember just crying to my husband. I mean, I cried like basically every day at work, but this time I cried to him. And I was like, something's got to give. I, I have to do something. And so I signed up for the 15-day challenge in July. We went to New York on a family vacation to visit his family. And I remember they were at the beach and I was like back at the cabana, like on my laptop, listening to the modules and like trying to work through it. And um, so I completed that. And then I spent some time setting up my systems. And then I launched my Instagram account on August 1st. So it's been just over four months at this point since I launched. Well, in, in July too, if we go, so four or five months of good, solid effort, good, solid work can go a long way mm -hmm. in any business, my friends. I mean, it's not just, uh, it's not just this. And of course that is not guaranteed for anybody. We want to be absolutely clear about that, but man, it's amazing what you can accomplish in four or five months of good, solid, consistent effort. Mm -hmm. um, also mentioning some of the sacrifices that you made on your family vacation. I've been there before. <laughs> I have made lots of, t I have had, to, and it's not sacrifices per se, because particularly, especially if you have a family and you're, you're, um, you know, it, it's, it's just, it's call it sacrifice, call it contribution. I guess you are sacrificing time to relax and so forth, but that is the story. We oftentimes only hear the glory, you know, that was the mm -hmm. journey. That's the sacrifice. Um, because I can't think of a better word that we make, uh, to, you know, not, you know, I hear so often on the show getting up early, Mm -hmm. staying up late. I know that was true for me when I first started, I was working construction. So I would, I'm not, I, I don't particularly love to get up early. Uh, I do now because now mm -hmm. that I'm free, you know, I just, <laughs> I wake up like, man, you know, or, you know, first thing in the morning and it's just like, I can't go back to sleep. I was always confused by my dad when he used to say that. Right. Um, get up at what time? 530? <laughs> what are you doing? A lot, a lot of people are going to bed around that time. Right. <laughs> Stay up late, you know, and um, be tired the next day. And I, I, a lot of those days were really miserable. Mm -hmm. and, I, and of course, when you're tired, you're catastrophizing everything and, and nothing feels like it's working because it's all you're doing is feeling tired and exhausted. Mm -hmm. But uh, eventually the storm passes and 
um, you get a little rest and you make a little progress. And, you know, you know, before you know it, if you have your head down and you're chugging along, you come up for air and something big happens like, I think I might be able to quit my job now or, you know, okay, I'm getting invited to this thing or I just cross this amount of leads or sales. And it's like, wow, that's a big milestone. Right. And I think what makes it really miserable is when we're like up for air all the time, constantly stopping, pausing, taking a break, looking around, comparing all of those things. So how did you and are you avoiding the comparisonitis and the shiny object syndrome that plagues so many of us to stay focused on what you're doing, even on the tough days or the multiple consistent days when you're wondering, am I shadow banned or (laughs) is anybody even seeing my stuff? Like, how are you staying focused and avoiding distraction so you can continue to get these both small and big wins that you're experiencing? Yeah, great question. I think that's super normal. I mean, in the beginning, gosh, I was not getting very, very many views. I definitely wasn't getting any engagement. And I remember sitting there with my app and I would just like hit refresh, hit refresh. Did I get another view? Anybody like come across my video? And I would get so down on myself. Like, is this going to work? When is this going to work? Like, why is nobody seeing my info? And there are a couple things that happened that kind of shifted everything for me. First of all, I stopped looking at my posts as like how many likes or views did I get today or in the first half an hour, I I kind of would like create the content with my goals in mind and also just know that the content I was creating was an opportunity to test my message, test my content, to get better. I mean, I literally had never made a reel before this. I have a personal Instagram account, but I like posted pictures and stories sometimes. I never made a reel before. So I started looking at it as an opportunity every single day to just get better, to learn how to use the tools, to learn which messages were potentially reaching my audiences better. Um, And that took some of the pressure away from not getting a thousand or 2000 or 3000 views or a bunch of likes. Um, And so I found more satisfaction and I don't know, just I felt better about what I was doing when that was my focus. Number two, most importantly, any t- and there were definitely days and there are still sometimes days where I'm like, this isn't happening as fast as I want or I haven't reached this potential goal that I like had in mind. What I do is I stop and think that the alternative is not an option. The, the alternative is staying in my nine to five. And that is not an option for me. Like no percent is that better than what I'm going through right now. So the, I remember reading some, you know, one of those inspirational things on Instagram. It's like the fear of being in the same spot next year has to be bigger than the fear of whatever you're trying. Like the fear of trying something new, the fear of putting yourself out there. So as long as the fear of being in that same spot, being stuck in this forever is, is greater, like you can keep going forward. So I just remind myself that like, I refuse to not make this work because the alternative is just not an option. Yeah. And that, that's a, that's a great attitude and the attitude that we need to have in anything to make it work. Right. Mm -hmm. It's not like this is a, you know, this is a, 
unique attitude that's required in this. I mean, it's similar to what you said at the beginning of the show where you were like, you know, I did lots of due diligence. I really was skeptical as you should be friends. There's lots of, you know, big ridiculous things that people are saying out there that are not true. And there's lots of stuff that people are doing that are not what it seems. And, you know, we try to really just, and that's one of the reasons why we do this show is to, well, let you hear it from the horse's mouth. I've now interviewed 850 of our of our actual clients with no prep or script and just let them say it how they want to say it. And, um, you know, you it's just the attitude that you're describing here is what we need in anything to be successful. Mm -hmm. it, it really is. It's not something that's unique or new to this. It's something that is um, that that is just it's 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 just a basic. It's a requirement, even right. in your job. You yeah. know, even in your job, if you're going to be successful at a at a job, uh, you, you're going to need a lot of the same principles that you're talking about. And that's another reason why I love these interviews so much is because they demystify a lot of what appears to be magic or mm -hmm. appears to be luck, right? And and lets people hear the behind the scenes um, st story, not just seeing the glory, but the story of the hard work, the sacrifice, and also the, what is motivating you, right? Mm -hmm. What is keeping you from giving up? And I think, you know, there was an old saying, I, I don't repeat it a lot because it's kind of a hypey thing, but if you're, why does it make you cry? You need to, you know, <laughs> dig deeper. And, and I, I, I try not to, you know, rehash old hyperbole from you know previous things I've been involved in and and, and I'm no longer but there there is a little bit of truth to that you know that you know we really need to um during tough times dig deeper and and have some sort of a north star some sort of a, a reason why we're doing it and uh, that that, you know, that helps us to, when things get tough, um, keep going. And yeah. so what, um, what are you, what are you finding success with in your marketing? What, how did you create your first videos? How did you pick your niche? Talk to us about kind of step one that you, when the rubber hits the road, because one of the things that I touched on, for example, at our event this last weekend was, you know, how it's so safe to stay a student and mm -hmm. be in learning mode and how so much of the internet facilitates that and enables that because yeah. there's always something else to buy and there's always somebody else willing to coach you and mentor you and all the, and most of us get people hitting us up in our DMS and they want to give us advice. As, as a matter of fact, our guest yesterday said that. So, um, so, you know, what, what are you doing uh, and what did you do at the beginning in terms of, deciding on your niche, making a decision, putting the rubber to the road, and then start obviously getting in front of the camera and mm -hmm. starting to record yourself. What was that like? How yeah. did you come to terms or uh, choose your niche? And what did those first 30 days of videos look like for you? Yeah. 
So I didn't right off the bat know what my niche would be. And by the way, is it niche? Is it niche? I say both. I don't know. I'm just going to go with niche because that's what you're saying. So I did not know off the bat what I wanted. Um, the course, I feel like going through the motion of the 15 days that helped kind of like unlock some thinking in my mind that I hadn't had before. And I think then also being more exposed to the, the affiliates in the wealth niche that I was now seeing on my Instagram feed started to inspire me. So I remember having this like very distinct conversation with one of my really good girlfriends who also had a baby recently. And we both, and this was before I came across affiliate marketing, but it was very much like there has to be another way for parents to be able to still bring in money, but be more present in the lives of their children. And it was just like, how do we do that? How do and she and I were like spitballing all these business ideas and it was, you know, didn't go anywhere. But so once I started seeing more of these uh, affiliates in the wealth niche, I felt inspired by them because I saw firsthand that they were helping other people turn their lives around. So not only did they manage to turn their lives around, but they were offering this inspiration and help and guidance and education for these other people. And so all of a sudden I was like, okay, if, if, I mean, selfishly, I want to help myself, but if there is the ability to be able to help other people too, like that's awesome. And, and some of the conversations that I've had just in the last month or four months with people are really touching and amazing hearing their story, seeing them like firsthand come back to me and be like, Oh my God, I'm so jazzed about this. This is so cool. This is awesome. I'm learning, I'm growing, I'm doing things. So that's kind of why I decided to go and the route of the wealth niche. And, and I'm so glad that I did. And there's tons of really awesome niches and maybe in the future I'll, I'll pursue those. But to answer your question about what those first days looked like, again, I had never made a reel before and it was very, I, I'm outgoing and bubbly and I love being around people, but I'm, I also have a very introverted side. I, what it, it's like, I'm an extroverted introvert or introverted extrovert, whatever it is. Like I have a little bit of extrovert in me, but I'm, I'm a lot introvert. And so to put myself out there and get, do talking videos and be in front of the camera felt really uncomfortable in the beginning. So I remember my first few posts, I was just like scrolling through my camera roll, trying to find B-roll. Like what are some videos that I already have on my phone of me like walking with my son or holding him or doing something that I could use and just put trending audio and some text over. And that didn't really go that far. <laughs> it wasn't great. But again, I, I needed that time in the beginning to get a little bit more comfortable. Um, everything changed once I realized the only way that I'm going to reach people is the same way that that mom reached me by talking, by being transparent, by being authentic, by being vulnerable, sharing your story. And so, and talking to people the way that they, where they need to be met. And so one of the big things for me changed when I, I realized, okay, who, who am I trying to talk to? Who am I trying to reach here? Um, and the light bulb moment for me was my target audience is just a former version of me. Like they are me four months ago. And so what messages stuck out to me? What grabbed my attention? What resonated with me? And so now, as soon as I started formulating my messaging and content around that, everything has changed. 
I'm connecting with people. I mean, I, I connect with people when they view my reels, but I'm having like really good conversations with people in my DMs. I've actually had phone calls with some people who like need a little bit of extra, you know, encouragement or talking through things. They have questions. I want to help people with that. But that's when things really shifted. I just started putting myself out there and I approached my content and messaging as if I was talking to myself when I first got across, or came across this. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, we see that so often uh, with, and, and it's exactly what I did 13 or so years ago when I got started in, um, in the online space was, you know, I didn't have any other real context except my own experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I was, um, uh, you know, a, a struggling offline marketer trying different network marketing things. And when I came online and came across some trainings about how I may be able to build that business by generating leads online, I began to do that. And I found um, a unique opportunity to market to while I was building my business with those new strategies uh create multiple streams of income or more income by promoting training programs Mm -hmm. as an affiliate to other network marketers who are struggling, you know, with their friends and family and chasing around relatives and hosting home parties and things of that nature to learn some real skills, to learn some real advertising skills. Mm -hmm. Um, And, and it, it worked. It was, it was fantastic. I was, um, I not only began to get compensated because I found, a knit a, a niche a niche that I could uh, that I could speak about because I had experience so it was something that I felt comfortable in and then eventually over time I evolved into different um, sub niches or niches of the the now you got me saying both of them sorry just say niche 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 I know niche <laughs> like itch um, niche um, <laughs> So, uh, so I, I, yeah, I, it, it is, it is a very common path we see here even to this day. And, and just to remind everybody, there's absolutely no requirement to go into the online wealth niche, the, um, affiliate marketing or make money online space, as some people call it MMO. There's no requirement to do that. It's it's these are what I like to call transferable skills that transfer and translate into any niche, um, promoting any product. Specifically, we teach promoting and selling information products, right? Courses, coaching, events. Uh, those are the kind of three main uh, information or e-learning products that are sold today online. Uh, and, and if you're, you know, not ready to create your own course, um, like we teach, for example, in the digital prod or the, the courses blueprint, the digital products blueprint, then it's, it's, it's a great idea to go and find an e-learning program or a course that, that does resonate with you that is on the topic of something that you can talk about because then you can create marketing material and, and drive People who are on social media looking for education and entertainment anyways, start to, um, to to drive those people to that solution. And you hit on something earlier that I wonder if you've, if you've, you know, clearly you're leveraging it, whether you know it or not. And that's the fact that people who are 
these these social media algorithms are very powerful and unique and do work to your advantage if you begin creating content on a specific topic because what happens is even if you are not the initial person who first introduces somebody to the concept they were likely watching other videos on that topic for a time being and if one day your video suddenly comes across their feed and they're ready they're you, you know you you say something that makes it all click for them and suddenly they say okay I'm ready to buy the right. you know, solution to this problem. It's actually a really unique way to leverage other people's work yeah. and other people's effort who are out there getting, you know, people, audiences out there on social media warmed up to these concepts, to these solutions. And then as long as you're in the game, right, you can't take advantage of this if you're not in the game, but it's mm -hmm. sort of like, guy who's sitting over there in the corner waiting for the three-pointer and, and he may not get it a whole a shot the whole first quarter but but he's he's still over there he goes down to that corner every time and eventually you get the ball and it's like okay you're ready you, yeah. you boom, and you shoot it and have you noticed that and do, does does that does that concept I think so often you know we think that we have to go on to social media have our first video be a big, huge, you know, long spiel. And we got to get everybody used to us and, and convince people of, of what we're doing or what solutions we have when the truth is they're already warmed up. Mm -hmm. They're already seeing videos on that topic. And is all we need to do is put our solutions, content, our edu edutainment in front of them Mm -hmm. And and oftentimes just say, okay, it, you know, here's some edutainment, ready to take action, ready to 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 actually follow through with that solution. Okay, here you go. I have something for you that to, for you to take the next step towards actually doing something about this. It, does that concept yeah. ring true for you in 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 terms of the leverage of sort of leveraging other people's efforts online to warm up your audience and? How, what would you add to that? How do you, yeah. how do you summarize that for people who are new to that concept and think that they have to introduce people out there to whatever niche they're in, they have to warm up their audience and do all these things versus just create content and get in front of people who are most likely already looking and have been yeah. being warmed up to that topic. For sure. No, you hit on great points and it is, it is not our job necessarily to to have that weight on our shoulders. You are not the the holder of the truth and you're the first person ever presenting this to people like you're absolutely right. This is people are warmed up. They're seeing this content. It's going to it's amazing how much time people spend scrolling on Instagram or social media in general. They're seeing a lot of this content. So that's why it's just so important to be able to dial into your story and and what rings true to you that will potentially be that like that final light bulb that like that person connected with that. And it's like, OK, I, I get this. Now it makes sense. I'm ready to go. So, yeah, I mean, there's affiliate marketers are doing such an amazing job. Everybody's doing a great job and putting out these amazing messages. But you just need to add your truth to it and and create engaging content with that valuable message. One, one other thing that I wanted to touch on when, when it comes to kind of leveraging other affiliates in the space is 
that's one really good way that you can better understand your target audience, like what their needs are, what their questions are. So what I what I was doing once I really started getting going is, first of all, I picked maybe like 15 to 20 top affiliates and, and starting engaging more and observing more with their, their content. So looking at the comments, people ask questions and that can be your inspiration for future posts that you're going to do, like future messaging that you include in your content. Like people are literally putting that for you in the comments of these other affiliates uh, reels. So they're going to, you know, they're going to uh, voice their concerns, their doubts ask questions there. Everything is right there. Get your inspiration from the comments. And sometimes, you know, there are some very, very large affiliates that I, you know, I'm in their mentorship groups and, and I have learned so much from them and I know how busy they are and how, you know, they, they can't get back to comments. So sometimes just like engaging with their comments and providing value to those people is a great way to help keep the conversation going. And it also then like, not only is it giving them information and helping them, but it's going to put your content in front of their eyes too, inevitably. So um, I just think there's a lot of value in that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I, I've said that count, countless times and I love that you're echoing that thought this morning because, you know, it's, so often we try to ask a, a coach or a mentor or somebody that we're kind of looking up to for what they think we should do in our marketing. And that's one of the reasons why I really, really try to be careful in our community about appearing as if I'm the all-knowing omnipotent guru. Mm -hmm. Because the truth is, is I and nobody else in the marketing world has any idea how the marketplace is going to react to your content. Oh yeah. It's, 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 it's completely up to, because I have a completely different perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, I have context and I have experience under my belt and I have all these things that could sway my, I could have some sort of a financial um, agreement with you, or I could be hired by you, which of course makes me more biased. And, uh, you, you know, yeah. so I have to be careful in, in give, especially as an educator myself, um, to be, to, to, to give the frameworks, the foundation, the strategy, but constantly be reminding everybody, which is part of my mission on the show every day is that the, the, the Nobody can tell you how the market is going to react to your marketing and react to your content, but the market will tell you so clearly. They will. As you're alluding to, you can all, they will also tell your peers or competitors in their comments. You can just see their complaints. You can see where their head's at. It's so easy to just read through in within a few moments or a couple of a bit of research to see what your marketplace's big objections are, what are their big struggles. And you know what we often do? What we often do is overcomplicate our marketing for where that market is at. Mm -hmm. The majority of buyers in most markets are is kind of beginners in contemplation mode. Yeah. They are poking holes. They are skeptical. They are dealing with their own limiting beliefs. 
They are getting ready to get ready to do something big. It's sort of like a New Year's resolution. But everything in life is kind of like a New Year's resolution for a lot of people because especially when you're dealing with a problem or you're about to tackle something or you're about to climb a mountain, which is what sometimes solving a problem in your life feels like. It's like you got to get ready to get ready. And a lot of times mm -hmm. all your skepticism, all your limiting belief, all the things are going to be coming up and I'm going to be projecting those on to other people you know, particularly people who say they have solutions, I'm going to be saying, but is it, will it really work for me? Um, you know, this, this, you know, just poking holes and you can just yeah. see exactly where the audience is at. And so a lot of times we complicate it or speak over our market's head, at least the primary buyers in that market by thinking that we need to talk about more complex topics than we do yeah. when the reality is, and as you probably know, when you do look through the comment section of the majority of people who have big audiences, they are not, they are all primarily in that contemplation stage where they're getting inspired, being inspired, but still feeling like they're not ready yet. And, mm -hmm. you know, um, they're also uh, clearly if it, you know, they ask questions, a lot of those questions can be simple questions that really anybody with a small lick of knowledge in that industry who's a couple of steps ahead of them can answer. Yeah. And those are the that is the type of marketing that I finally came to realize in most niches works is not complex. That's you. you, you it's OK to put that behind a paywall. Mm -hmm. It's to put those concepts be in a course or some sort of a coaching program because the marketplace isn't ready for that anyways. Right. The majority of them are still in contemplation stage. And so when they finally make a decision, okay, I'm ready to do something about this. The truth is, at least in my life, is when I don't pay, I don't pay attention. You know, so when I do pay for something, it actually behooves me because I have the old saying, some skin in the game. I've got, you know, I've got some, you know, something there that's making me accountable. And that is when I'm ready to pay attention to the more complex, um, you know, things that I need to know about making the solving my problem. Okay. Yeah. Trying generic to any any niche does that does that resonate with you and do you find yourself sometimes even over complicating it for your audience and realizing hey i need to stay more in story i need to stay more uh in speaking to the beginners and those people who are in contemplation mode and not particularly people who are already down the road in in more advanced uh which hopefully has made taken a little bit of pressure off of you yeah like you need to be such an expert. Yes, yes, completely. With most things in life, I overcomplicated it. And also for the record, like skin in the game, for sure. I'm with that with working out. I will not go to the gym by myself. But if I pay for a class that I will then get charged money if I don't show up for it, you bet your ass I'm going to be there. So I get that. And that's how I felt too. But yeah, when it comes to the messaging, I was totally overcomplicating it at first. And it... you it's not dumbing it down by any means. It's literally just simplifying it because you're right. You have to meet people where they are at in their journey. And it's very much just like early stages. If I think back to when I came across this information, somebody was talking about all this complicated, like it would have gone over my head. It also would have probably 
turned me off from it because I wouldn't have felt like I understood it or I was ready for it. So simplifying and, and just having that clear messaging and, and using terms that your audience is searching for. So like you could literally go on Google or chat GPT and ask like, what, what is my, what is an audience in this niche looking for or asking about? Like you can on Google, we'll see what questions people ask when it comes to affiliate marketing, use that in your messaging. So you're really speaking to them as if they're speaking. So yeah, it makes total sense. And it has taken the pressure off. It makes it more simple. What have you, Emily, learned about yourself in the last four to six months for, through this process in this journey that is new to you, that is exciting to you, that is inspirational to you, that, all, that you know, it doesn't particularly have to be positive, um, but, or what have you been reminded about yourself through this journey? Yeah, well, first of all, I never used to like waking up early. So I would wake up as late as humanly possible, whereas my husband is, you know, up at 5 a.m. every single day. And I would wake up, maybe even if I woke up at like 6.30, which was early for me back in the day, I would just scroll social media until seven o'clock when I had to get out of bed. What I've learned is when I have something that excites me and motivates me and gives me drive. I wake up at 5 a.m. every single day now. And actually last night when my husband and I were on our evening walk, he commented on it. He said, you know, you've been you've been like very consistently waking up at 5 a.m. every single day. Like that's kind of a, you never used to do that. And it, I wake up because I have a purpose now. You know, I have a, I have things that I want to work on my email campaign. I want to respond to comments. I want to edit my next reels. Like I've, I'm very much list to do list driven. And so that helps me now. I prep that. I prep my weeks to do list on Sundays. And so it's really cool. Like that's given me so much drive. And so I'm also just proud that I'm waking up early now. Um, and yeah, so I think that that has been a really big learning experience for me, just how finding something that gives me that drive and, and that extra purpose that I didn't even know I really needed. It's just really changing my life. That's beautiful. That's that's really awesome. Um, if you could go back and speak to yourself when you first got started here, even if it was just four or five months ago, what advice would you give yourself knowing what you know now? I would. One, seek out those with more experience and learn from them. Ask questions, observe, um, engage with them, but learn from them. There's a reason why they are where they are. And that's kind of how I feel about the 15 day challenge. Like you've been in the game for a very long time, you know what you're doing. So I'm going to open up my ears and I'm going to listen. And, and I've done that with affiliates in the business too. And I've learned a lot from them. So I think that like from day one, just like have that learning mentality and seek out that those lessons from others who who have more experience. I do that now, but I didn't do that in the very beginning. Um, and two, do not compare yourself where you are right now to where other people are six months, nine months, a year plus in their journey, because that is not fair. The the type of content they're creating is different. The the type of results that they have are different. Remember that everybody had a day one. Everybody started with zero followers and just focus on each and every single day and take one day at a time. Mm, mm, powerful, wonderful, multiple, boom. <laughs> Love it. 
uh, it needs to get beat up. It, it was it was calling for a for a for a for a, a real good throw there against the backboard. It has been a pleasure. It has been uh, very refreshing and inspirational to hear your story all the way back from your what's driving you um, about you know with your challenge and journey through pregnancy and in in building your family and and wow breaking generational. Um, you know, uh, trauma and, and, um, you know, now to all of these changes, um, you know, you and I were, we're probably somewhere around the same age, uh, bracket here. And it's like, um, you know, uh, not saying you're old, not saying I'm old. <laughs> what are you trying to say? No, I'm kidding. And that, that, you know, older, don't, <laughs> And learn new tricks. Yes. Change yeah. and change habits and change is possible. And it doesn't come immediately and overnight. And it's not easy, but it can happen. And all of those supporting pieces from you know, d digging deeper and finding some something that motivates you in life and, and a bigger reason to push forward and keep going to the getting up early and um and, and becoming so open to, uh, you know, outside perspective and uh, open-minded to people's experience and wisdom is just, um, I mean, that's what I've heard this episode, that, that that's what I've heard. And I think that is such a powerful message for people because we can be so prideful, we can be so pessimistic, mm -hmm. you know, we can be so... Uh, oftentimes entitled, you know, and, and I think the older that we get, and especially when we start to experience, if we, if we're lucky enough and want to having children, having a family, being responsible for other people besides ourselves. And many of you who are on here are much older than Emily and I. Um, so you certainly know about that, but, um, it, it just, wow, the world really opens up when we use these, when we have these, what I, what, what was quoted to me in recovery are spiritual principles, right? Kind of these principles of humility and, mm -hmm. and um, open-mindedness and willingness. You know, yeah. these are the same, the very same things that I've used in these kind of big moments in my life when I needed to get clean and sober, when I needed mm -hmm. to start a business, like these are the things, honesty, open-minded willingness, and uh, such a great message to be able to describe what those principles really look like in action from you this morning. So thank you. Come back and see me, keep me posted. I look forward to following your success and uh, I'm honored to, to have a small part in it and, and just be able to witness it here. So um, shout out to your husband and your little <laughs> chunky, delicious son, oh. as you described him. And um, uh, we will we will uh, talk to you very soon, Emily. OK, thank you, Dave. It was a pleasure. Have a good one. See you. All right, my friends, you can go and follow Emily over on Facebook at Emily Emmert dash affiliate marketing mentor. You can also find her over on Instagram at Making Money with Emily, spelling exactly how it sounds, Making Money with Emily. And what a powerful show. What a great example of, again, those principles, call them spiritual, call them practical, call them positive, whatever you want to call them, but they're certainly uh, powerful. 
And that was a wonderful example of those principles in action and what they can do for you. And I had no idea to expect that some of her accomplishments were going to include, um, you know, putting in her, her notice here in the next, I think she said, week or so um, to, to be able to transition fully uh, to be working from home and full time in her business. I mean, wow, what a huge milestone. Uh, and she laid out so simply and clearly exactly how she's done that. And certainly it's following the strategies. Certainly it's um, applying what, what we're teaching here. Um, but, but it's also so much of that honesty with self, like, where am I at? What am I doing? What do I need help with? Willingness to be able to apply those things, even when they're not, um, or open-mindedness to apply things or at least consider things, even that feel uncomfortable. And then willingness to just keep doing them, even when they're uncomfortable, even when they're not working immediately, right? Um, and again, these uh, this journey of accomplishing things is parallel with other things that I've accomplished in my life, such as g gaining long-term sobriety in recovery. It's the exact same thing. There's so many days over the last you know, 13, 15 years that I've woke up and been like, oh, don't want to do this. Don't feel like I'm getting anywhere, particularly at the beginning, right? Not so much anymore, right? I love life and I love my, my the life just the way I'm living it. But certainly at the beginning, you know, when I was going through, um, whether it be withdrawals or, or whatever, still broke, so broke, I couldn't afford to pay attention. And, you know, I'm, I'm going, geez, I'd rather be, I'd rather be loaded if I'm going to be this broke and, and, and have this many struggles. But Man, honesty. Okay, I need help getting a different perspective. Open-mindedness. Oh, that's what you suggest that I do? Get outside of myself, help somebody else, serve somebody else, get some service positions, start to try to think of some other people instead of always thinking about myself. Willingness to follow through with it even when it didn't seem like it was working, you know. Uh, and I heard those same principles in Emily's story this morning. And I hear those same principles in every story of success, every morning or on any show or podcast that I watch. So I wonder how you can apply those. I wonder how you can adopt those. I wonder how you can sit with those and go deeper with those very principles in your own business and life right now in order to accomplish what you want to accomplish. That's the question, right? That's the real. Again, the strategies, the mechanics, they're there. They haven't really changed all that much in the last 13 years that I've been doing it, honestly. But each one has our own journey with these principles and of navigating our, our heart and our mind and, and coming to terms with our pride and becoming honest, open-minded and willing to do the things that it takes to be successful. And again, this morning was a great wonderful, clear example of that in such a powerful story. So my friends, if you want to get a text message, a little gentle nudge on your phone every morning at 10 a.m. Eastern time when we go live, text the words or letters WUL, that stands for Wake Up Legendary, WUL, send a text message with the words WUL or letters to 813-296-8553. Again, 8 one three two nine six eight five five three. That's my radio announcement. 
If you want a shirt or hat, oftentimes we 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 have questions about that. The only official place that we're selling shirts and hats, and it's not really part of our business model, but it's something that's there if you want a hat and you want to throw it during the show like I do. You can go to belegendary.shop, okay, dot shop and pick one up. Um, thank you for all the comments. I'm scrolling through, seeing them. Uh, Adelita, yes, you you got it right. Hats being thrown everywhere. Michael says, so glad you do these shows. Hey, it's our pleasure. Glad you're enjoying them. Um, uh, Adelita, thanks for another awesome uh, interview. Just what I needed for Thursday morning. Um, you know, lots of great feedback uh, to Emily. Thank you for that as well. It can oftentimes be a you know, a, a daunting uh, thing to come on here and, and go live and get interviewed. And I mean, it's just, um, it's just makes it so much easier and so much more fun with all this positive support back from all of you. So thank you for being a part of the show. And uh, thank you for all the, the wonderful comments, particularly for our guest uh, this, this morning. I'm scrolling through and seeing so many wonderful, uh, you know, just, just positive affirmations coming our our way in in towards Emily and I want to thank her once again for an amazing episode and my friends today is Thursday remember we do the show Monday through Friday at 10 a.m Eastern time every day every day it's live and every day we have a new guest unless it's somebody who's returning and we're just so happy that you found us and that you're here and we'll see you back here tomorrow for another episode same place same time get out of here stay legendary peace